Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandrove, the podcast for wine fanatics who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, we introduce you to a prominent woman and take a peek into her life and, of course, her favorite wines. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Heather Patz, who is featured in Wine Country Women of Sonoma County. Heather is one of the founders of Patson Hall. Heather, I have known you for many years, and um, I consider you such a dear friend, and Thank I'm so... So glad to be sitting down with you today here at your home and um, have a chance to tell people a little bit about you. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to, to be here. So um, you are not a native Californian. You were actually, uh, you actually grew up in Oregon. That's correct. I grew up in Eugene, Oregon, which is a lovely community in itself. Um, we actually got involved with wine in Eugene. Some of the early pioneers of Pinot Noir started up there. And uh, we actually followed our dream to California because of the wine that we got interested in in Oregon. Um, so we moved to California in 83 um, with our one-year-old son, Jordan, and ended up in Santa Rosa, then St. Helena, then Napa. Now I'm back in Grayton which is uh, just north of Sebastopol. In uh, Sonoma County. In Sonoma County. So what is life like here in Sonoma County and Grayton? Uh, well, I love it, first of all. Um, it's close to the coast, so you definitely get the coastal influence. You get afternoon breezes, you get morning fog, um, a lot of agricultural products. You got the apples, the plums, the prunes, the peaches, the, of course the grapes. Um, a lot of cheese makers are around here, breweries, cider. So it's a really lovely community. Um, it's a very peaceful and calming place to be. So I, I do love it. Yes. And you're kind of unique in the sense that before you moved to Grayton here in Sonoma County, you did live in that other wine region not too far away. <laughs> Just east of here, <laughs> yes. Napa Valley. Right. What's the difference between the two and why, why are you really enjoying it here in Sonoma County. Well, I, I loved being in Napa Valley as well. We lived in St. Helena for many years and then moved to um, the town of Napa. And we started Patson Hall in 87. So the beginning years of Patson Hall was in Napa Valley. However, we were producers of Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. So most of the vineyards that we source fruit from were from Sonoma, Sonoma County. County. Yeah, Carneros, and then a few vineyards in Napa Valley as well. But so we kind of straddled both counties, really. And we're going to talk about your career here in a few minutes, mm -hmm. but, um, but just the lifestyle, the oh, difference lifestyle. of the lifestyles. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you have family here in Sonoma County, so mm -hmm. maybe that was the draw to move mm -hmm. here. But I think that our listeners might find it curious to hear from you the difference and what drove you to to move here well I think probably the first difference that I would recognize is just the geographical area is that Napa Valley is a long more narrow valley um, it was one of the you know one of the first established wine regions worldwide but um, and Sonoma County is much more open and um, you know, more hills and valleys, and it kind of goes on, and a lot of different microclimates, and um, so very different geographically. Um, Napa was kind of like the Disneyland for adults, so there's a lot of 
a lot of activity going on as far as new restaurants and new wineries and tourism and it was very exciting place. I mean, we moved down here in the 80s, and we before that, we'd visit in the 70s, and so it was really interesting to see how it's changed over the years, but being over here in Sonoma County, it's, uh, for me, at the stage of life I'm in right now, it's quite nice, and it's a little more, um, you know, quiet <laughs> and calming for me. Right, <laughs> so. and maybe a little more laid back and relaxing. Yeah, exactly. And your yeah. family is here, so you're yes. closer to them. Right. So my sister originally moved to Sonoma County from Marin, and then my mother moved here, and then my daughter moved here, and so (laughs) it made natural sense that I might move closer to my family. And I'm just right in the middle of some of the vineyards that we worked with for years, so it's so exciting to be right here. And we're sitting out in front of your home, actually, right now, and near this fabulous fountain and this beautiful little patio area mm-hmm. and this your house is kind of like a lodge it's it's this fabulous rustic little lodge in this oasis um, area at least that's how I like to describe it almost thin how did you find it and how would you describe your home interior well I was actually looking for a home in Sebastopol and bid for three houses and got outbid Um, So I find one morning um, in the paper, there was this little house in Grayton, and I thought it had all this pine paneling, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's an awful lot of wood in a house. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought, well, we'll go check it out. So um, my mom and I came, and we walked in the door, and it just felt right at home, and I could just visualize all my furnishings here and my artwork and stuff like that. So... Um, I was looking for a tranquil, peaceful place, and this is exactly what I was looking for. So it's, I I call it my cabin or my little, you know, um, sanctuary place. So I have redwoods around me on a couple of the corners, some old oaks, and um, yes, pine paneling in my house and on the ceiling. (laughs) But you have great country. But you have this great terracotta floor and... um, I mean, it's it's really fabulous. It's it's in some ways it's unlike any home I've seen in in wine country so yes. far. You know, I think it's you found this really unique spot. It's beautiful, and I um, you know we've planted all kinds of plants and fruit trees, and we built a little cottage next door for my mom. And um, so I walk out my front door in the morning and wave to her on her porch and. <laughs> I mean, I just am very thankful that uh, we could provide that for my mother, but also um, have a peaceful, tranquil place and, you know, grow fruits and vegetables and on your property that. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any hobbies? Well, I love to walk. I love to hike. Um, I have a girlfriend that a couple girlfriends that we get together regularly and go on hiking trips or, or walks. Um, there's the Sierra Sisters group, which I um, have gone on a couple of their their hikes up into the Yosemites and Point Reyes National Park. Um, so I do love being in the outdoors. I love to go over to Bodega Bay quite a bit and um, spend time on the beach there. Um, I'm just now getting back into cooking. So for so many years raising kids, I cooked a lot and then I kind of took a back seat to that for a while and now I'm just starting to get back into that again and I'm really enjoying that um, and uh, just you know spending time with friends and family having the time to actually have a conversation with people and doing things with them has been a, a real pleasure 
We live in wine country. You've worked <laughs> in the wine industry for quite some time. What do you like to drink when you're at home? Oh, great, great <laughs> question. Well, let's see. It varies. Uh, you know, I I was always, you know, I love wine, first of all. Um, and I would go from Sauvignon Blanc to Cabernet, then Merlot or Zinfandel or... You know, and then I finally got stuck for quite a few years and still stuck on Chardonnay. <laughs> so I love Chardonnay and I love aged Chardonnays that are made really well, aged um, barrel fermented, aged Chardonnays. Um, so I'm kind of a fan of Chardonnays. I love champagne as well and I actually like beer quite a bit. Um, so those, those are kind of my top things, yeah. So if you had to pick one? Right now, it would what be would be a lovely glass of um, Chardonnay? Is there something people might be surprised to learn about you that you can tell us about? Mm. Well, probably not that I can tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another story, intimate setting uh, at my house. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, I just really love my family, and I love you know the Lord. I love God, and that's something that I think people know about me, but maybe surprised how deep of faith I have. Um, but uh, so that's maybe what I would say. Biggest misconception you think people have about wine country? Oh. Well, I worked in our tasting room for 25 years, and, um, you know, I saw a lot of people come through for the first time or not that familiar with wine, and they're so hesitant and a little nervous sometimes, and I feel so bad for that because uh, I think the misconception is that there's a uh, right and wrong answer to your perception of wine, and... Everybody has their own opinion and what they prefer, and that's what should be valued to them. Um, so there's no like right or wrong answer. There are guidelines, and there are flavor profiles, and there's winemaking styles, and there are definitely are flaws in wine. But you know, if you're drinking a glass of wine and you're enjoying it, that is a good thing. <laughs> you should enjoy it and not question yourself. Right. Yeah. Everybody has their own personal preferences, right, right? Exactly. Okay, so now let's go on to career. Oh. Before we talk about where you are today, let's talk about your first job ever, your first paying job. Oh, Do you wow. remember what it was? Well, it was probably babysitting, you know, <laughs> 50 cents an hour. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I doubt it was 50 cents an it, hour. It I'm was, sure it was a so. little bit more. <laughs> that was my first kind of job and then I worked at a retirement home doing washing dishes basically. Oh wow. And okay. I was a lifeguard, taught swimming lessons. Okay. Uh, Wait, so what was your, from there. Okay, what was your degree in? My degree is business management. Um and then let's just accelerate things. Eventually you became this founder yeah. of this spectacular winery brand yes. called Pats and Hall. Yeah. That makes um wonderful Chardonnays and Pinot Noirs, single vineyards. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. How did you guys come about that idea? Well, it, it, we, there's four uh, founders of Patson Hall. So there's James Hall, Ann Moses, Donald Pats, and myself, Heather Pats. So it was really um, the four individuals coming together at the right time, in the right place, and the right idea of what they wanted to do with their love and passion for wine. 
So Donald and I moved down from Eugene, Oregon, and settled eventually in St. Helena. And James and Anne were from different parts of California, but eventually settled in St. Helena. And so actually Donald and James met when they were both working at Flora Springs Winery. So basically the, the two couples got together and thought, you know, we love barrel fermented Chardonnay. <laughs> we love the kind of the Burgundian style winemaking. And so we thought, let's put a little bit of money together and get the best barrels we can and the best fruit we can and make some barrel fermented malolactic Chardonnay, fermented Chardonnay. And so the first year um, was 87 and we made, we were going to make about 300 cases and it turned out that John Caldwell, where we were getting the fruit from, had extra fruit and asked if we wanted to purchase it and you know, if we did, we could pay them later. So we said, okay. Um, so we ended up making about 600 cases that first year and had to borrow some money to buy some extra barrels. But, it, you know, we were a Chardonnay producer for almost 10 years, and most people think of us, you know, they know we make Chardonnay, but they think of us as a Pinot producer sometimes. But really the beginning was with Chardonnay. So it was the four of us um, having daytime jobs for 10 years. I was a dental hygienist for all that time. Um, did the books and helped with logistics. And, um, you know, the four of us would go out to vineyards together and decide on which vineyards to purchase. And we actually worked in the vineyards occasionally, picking and spraying, not spraying, but, you know, cutting off uh, clusters that were, um, you know, moldy or pruning. things like that. Pruning. Right leaf pulling and shoot thinning and stuff like that a little bit. Um, so it was a lot of hands-on work in the beginning and um, it just, each year we just kind of dedicated to making the best wine we could. But did you think, did you ever dream that, I mean, no, <laughs> that you were going to start a wine brand and it would be yeah, what no. it is today? I, I really didn't. Um, I don't know the other three if they right. did, but I'm amazed and I think it really comes to us working together you know it's not always easy when you, you don't get your way <laughs> so, right yeah so the four of us I give everybody a lot of credit for working together and trying to put the company ahead of personal um, you know um, goals or agendas or whatever it is um, so I have a lot of uh, appreciation for the other founders um, but yeah it's a, it's been a wonderful ride um, great business you know great people and a lot of fun thirsty for more on today's interview pre-purchase our soon to be released book wine country women of Sonoma County and ten dollars will be donated to the Sonoma County Community Foundation Resilience Fund you've had the business or you had the business for a while. What is, what are some of the things that you learned along the way? Well, I think you have to take it day to day <laughs> and you have to um, treat everybody with respect and um, appreciate um, what people contribute to what we're doing. Um, so I think it's keeping your nose down basically and day to day and staying focused on what the goal is. And for us, the goal has always been to just make the, the best wine we could. So you don't cut corners, you don't mess with people with contracts, you don't, um, you know, you just, um, you know, do things right. 
And so that paid off for us. Did you have anyone personally that influenced your career or was a mentor? Hmm, that's a very good question. There is, and I can't remember her name right now. Oh, no. <laughs> that's terrible. No, no. You know, it's always hard when you put someone on the spot yeah. first on something like that. Um, um, I'll think of it in a minute. Yeah. What drives you then while you're thinking? Um, what do you think has driven you along the way? Yeah, I think it's um, just enjoyment of life mm-hmm. and enjoyment of what we're, I'm, I was doing. I love people and I love food and wine. But I really love um, communing and getting to know people. So what better avenue than over a glass of wine and a meal, right? So I loved getting to know our customers and in the tasting room. And that's basically was my position is really the consumer direct side. Um, And just, you know, making people feel welcomed and comfortable and you know, that this is a good thing and a relaxing thing and enjoy it and don't overthink it sometimes. Right. right? It's wine. Right. Right. It's fun. It should be fun. Right. Yeah. Um, On that note, you're getting ready to head off to a cruise, which is basically taking one of the things you really enjoy doing. Right. Hanging out with some of the people that enjoy your wine. Right. (laughs) Out in the water. Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, So tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, this is a, there's a group called Wine and Food Trails, and they contract with um, Oceana Cruise. So um, we have about 100 of our club members that are going to be going on this cruise. And we're going to do a couple seminars and a dinner and some land excursions to different wineries. But we're going to go be going through Spain and Portugal, Italy and France. Um, so that's coming up September 2nd through the 15th. But, uh, but these are things that you do from time to time. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are some other activities like that that you have taken part in? Well, I think the thing, I mean, there's a lot of things I loved about the bus- our business and the wine business. But um, one of the things I enjoyed the most was being able to contribute back to organizations that, you know, help to raise money for certain causes. So, um, you know, being involved with the Cystic Fibrosis Organization, the Heart Association, um, the Sonoma County Auction, the Napa Auction, you know, these are areas that when you have a product like wine, you can contribute and give back and it helps, you know, the community around you and helps individual lives. So I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. There have been some changes Mm -hmm. um, with your business in recent times yes you've sold the business yes um so what's the future hold for heather pats i know that you still act as an ambassador with the business Mm -hmm. um but what what do you hope to do in the future Mm. well i haven't quite figured that out yet (laughs) but um i just kind of got settled here i've only been in Grayton for a couple years um so i am looking into some ways to give back to the community and contribute as well um, right now, it's been focusing mainly on family, <clears throat> being here helpful with my mother and being available for my daughter and sister and, you know, family and friends. So it's it's nice to be able to do that. Um, I would I, I would like to find uh, what is next for me as far as contributing to, you know, other people's lives in a personal way and um, 
So I just don't know what that is yet. So you'll have to come back and ask me in another year, maybe, or six months, maybe. Are you, so there's not another business that you want to start? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I have many thoughts and many ideas. <laughs> right. I have one. Uh, should I say it? Sure. <laughs> well, I hope you'll say it. Well, anyway, I don't know if it's it will come to business, uh, come to fruition. fruition or not, but... Um, the, I, I just thought it'd be fun to have a little business in the town of Grayton, and uh, there's a dream of ice cream, ice cream shop called Dip and Dance. Oh, <laughs> that's a cute name. I love it. So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. So in the future, if you're in Grayton and you see a little ice cream shop, you've got to stop by and see Heather. And what kind of flavors could we expect? And I'm trying to think if there's a way to make really good ice cream that's healthy. Oh, really? <laughs> so probably Shame not, on you. But, um, so, uh, you know, some interesting things. I mean, okay. I love peach and strawberry and chocolate and stuff like that. But um, so it would be fun to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Where would the idea come from? Why, do you, why ice cream? Well, I think it brings joy to people right. and brings back childhood. Yeah. And it's a way of taking time out for people to enjoy each other's company and let's go for an ice cream cone and let's sit and talk and, you know, let's let it drip down the cone. And, yeah. you know, it's I just think, um, brings back good memories. I think you're right. I think it is a great um, a memory. I mean, everybody has great memories of eating ice cream. Right. So I think it's a good <laughs> idea. So I hope it I hope it comes to pass. Let's see. Yeah. So any, I'm going to go back to a question I asked you a little while ago. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that I have to remember? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember who might have influenced your career along the way? Well, I do know. She was um, the sommelier at Windows on the World in New York City before um, the Trade Centers. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, she's um, in Napa now, and I just can't remember her name. And how, well, let's not, don't worry about what her name is. Let's talk about how she influenced your career. She was a woman Mm -hmm. that um, made wine accessible. She's written a couple books, and she's been on several panels, and she kind of made wine fun. And so it takes out the, not that, I mean, there is a side of wine that's scientific and it's analytical and you have to dissect it a little bit. And I appreciate that. But I really loved her approach, Andrea Immer. <laughs> there you go. Oh, thank you. It just, um, it, she made wine approachable and fun and interesting and personal. And, and I think for a woman especially, I think that was a really wonderful approach to hear as opposed to knowing all the science and all that, which I appreciate and understand as well. But um, I just, I really loved her approach to wine. Just, yeah, making it more relatable. Right, exactly. Right. What advice would you give to someone who thinks they want to get involved in the wine business? Hmm. I would say that you have to start. You just, if you want to do it, you just have to start. I think um, you can do it, and there is a way to do it. And um, just maybe have a clear plan or a focused plan on what it is. You know, for us, it was about single vineyard Chardonnays and Pinot Noirs, and that's all we did. And so it was about finding the best growers, the best vineyards. So I'd say have a focus and not go all over the board with it. 
and we didn't even have a tasting room. We didn't do consumer direct or any of that at the beginning. Um, so it was just really, really focused on those, those points. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a passion, it's a love. Um, I would say, you know, do what you can with what you have and, you know, not get huge loans and go into debt and that kind of thing. But, right. Do you, but, I think that's great advice. Do you ever get worried that, I don't know, worried may not be the best choice of words, but that too many people just jump into making wine? I don't worry about it. No, I, I think if they want to do it, they should try it. Um, I think it's something that you've got to really love and be dedicated to and want to do if it's going to last um, I think sometimes people think, oh, it's just fun and I enjoy it, so I'm going to do it. And they should if they want. But if, um, you know, if it's something long term, I think timing has a lot to play with it, you know, what's happening in the industry. And um, but, yeah, definitely follow. Follow your dream. I know. But can you be successful? Another wine brand, another wine brand. I mean, can it be too saturated? I think there's always room for somebody that really believes in what they're okay. doing. I'm just, I mean, I'm not trying to challenge you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just asking. I think it's fun. That's what makes wine interesting. I mean, when I go to a restaurant and I see all these different brands and I did like different varietals and things, right? I want to try them. So it, it, that's what makes wine interesting is the variety of it. I don't want to drink the same thing every night. Right. Right. There's yeah. There's so much out there to explore and. Yes. Enjoy. Yes. Okay. Well, on that note, I'm going to wrap things up with what I like to call five quick questions. Mm -hmm. So the idea is you don't think about it. <laughs> you oh, just great. answer the <laughs> questions. Everyone has a has some difficulty with this, but I have faith. So no, no thinking. Huh? Yeah. Just answer the questions right. <laughs> the best you can. Here we go. What's the weirdest thing in your purse right now? almonds who did you last send a handwritten note to um a friend that lost her husband what's your go-to karaoke song crazy uh, what is your all-time favorite movie oh gosh i'm trying to think nothing's really popping into my mind right away gosh Next question. <laughs> I'll skip that one. I'll give okay. you a new one. Thank Who you. do you call for advice? Probably my sister's daughter. Okay. And your fifth question. Name one, and I know there's a lot. Name one favorite restaurant in wine country. Sonoma County? Yes. I like Fork. Okay. Heather, thank you so oh, much for sitting down you. with us today. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to listen and learn about the women featured in our lifestyle books and involved in our business. Share these episodes on your social media platforms so more people can learn about Wine Country Women. Visit our website at winecountrywomen.com to join our list and be the first to learn about exclusive offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new episode of Wine Country Women.